This is the best of the Tom Bernard Morning Show. I want to tell you something during that break. I was messing around a little bit. I was going yammer, yammer. Yeah, you may have been mocking me a little bit. Uh, I will tell you, I've just had an experience I don't want any of you to have. Laughing and wild cherry diet Pepsi coming out your nose. Oh, yeah. That, that, that burns a little. I wanted to be, I was so mad at you. So after I was done talking, I gave you the swiftest, hardest she look. Did. You almost have to go back to the YouTube and like watch that. it. I just give you the swift mom look. You did. And then you almost spit diet Pepsi out of your nose. It did it just, come out of my nose and it burned like hell. Oh, well, you've earned that. It's your fault. You have earned that. You know, You're uh, a horrible person. Many years ago, I read about the, uh, the benefits of, of taking like cinnamon capsules. So I thought, well, I'll, you know, give it a Uh-oh. try. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I took one of those cinnamon capsules and uh and then like about an hour later it uh, kind of came back up. Oh yeah. And uh, oh. I thought my brain was on fire. Oh, Jesus. That was really scary. What was the benefit? Yeah, what I, are the I don't remember anymore. It was probably had something to do with with blood pressure or or potency maybe. Do they, they still have those cinnamon challenges? The guys take tablespoons of cinnamon? Oh, that's crazy. I don't that's, think, I think man. you get one bite in and you're done. Yeah, like that's seems the big like thing. I've never done it and I'm never going to do it. So, Dougie's here. Dougie Sprinthal. Oh, my God. Wearing his flagship Ford doing, shirt. Man? Good to see you. What a man. You're not, you don't get any headphones. I'll get it, I'll get it. He's out of the mix. <laughs> Flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin, ladies and gentlemen. Dougie's here. We're talking. No. What? And we got we got Brittany's dog here too. Two, and Brittany's dog two is here. Two esteemed guests today. You're all set. You got. We're sitting down. Judd, have you ever met Doug Sprinthal? I have not. I've heard of Doug, but I've not days. met him. Doug Hello, Sprinthal. Judd. Hi Doug, how are you? I am excellent. What a beautiful day! And what a you're gonna have to work that mic dog. a little. You're gonna have to I'm work sorry. that mic a little closer there, Buzz. We should just throw that mic into the river. Yeah, Seriously, I'm so tired should. of it. God damn it! Will you give Doug the other headphones? I'm so tired of that mic. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Spoken <laughs> like a producer who has had his yeah. fill of that crappy mic. Yeah, the, the the headphones that have the actual mic attached to them. Oh, okay. uh, Brittany. Yeah, why don't you grab those, Doug? The other ones. Yeah, that that thing's garbage. That mic, that mic is. Why is it? I don't know. If somebody set so it up, and, I know. And then the problem is, we move everybody around, and then we forget about it because we get busy with other things. And then somebody comes in, and we're like, "Oh yeah, forgot to totally change that thing over." So today, I will make a point that we do something with that microphone. Could you take my picture down and put Doug's up instead? No, let's not. Oh, this one isn't on at all. Oh no, it's not on at all. Hey, is Brittany over there? Can she turn that? <clears throat> She's a disaster, go. Brittany. Let's be honest. There you go. Oh, she got it all figured out. A little more out. preamp, and we're good. She was just yelling at me about something. I forgot what it was. Oh, yeah, she made Pepsi come out my nose. <laughs> Hurt like a bitch. I feel bad because I love the production of the show, and I show up, and it just goes right in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> like you and everything sounds great. It's really wonderful. I listen to the show all the time. It's only been 14 years now of you doing that to me, so, well, you know. know. It all works out in the end. Oh, you got here just in time for the Mary Lou Henner interview coming up in eight minutes. I have a question for Rudy. Oh, question for Rudy. As a professional comedian, how do you compete with the following two headlines? Donald Trump goes after Chris Christie by telling fat jokes. (laughs) (laughs) And Jimmy Pesto gets arrested for January 6th. Uh, Oh, is that the Bob's Burger guy? Bob's Burgers, yeah. Yeah, Jimmy Pesto. Yeah, I just sell all my fat jokes to Trump. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, there you go. That's how I do it. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's hysterical, actually. They, you know they, I love they never them? go out of style. No. You know what I love about that, though? I've met Donald Trump. He's not exactly lithe oh, himself. Uh, well, yeah, I, that was no. my point. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like go fat jokes. Pot to kill. Go down swinging, Tom. Go down swinging. That's the key to, to life. It doesn't matter what's wrong with you. Just pick on the other person and yeah, go down true. swinging. Oh, well, I tell you. You know I hate fat people. No. <laughs> no. I'm serious. You got to... her again. No. Yeah, that's, baby. That's out of context. You're a horrible person. <laughs> Jimmy I was is doing a horrible. Really, I was the talking Donald about Trump beef. of St. Louis Park. Brittany <laughs> no. Arneson. And she relies on that old stale excuse. Oh, it took me out of context. I don't know We've what I was doing. We've seen that too many times. <laughs> Oh, Dougie, you're up on camera, man. I know. It's awesome. I love it. I love looking at myself. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> no, nah, it's a good look. So everything's good. We got the cheerleader sitting over here. What does it feel like to be on the air with five guys? Feels um, like, it feels like the old days. Yeah, yeah I was going to be honest. I didn't even realize that until you said that. It's not exactly a lot of masculine energy coming up. Oh, <laughs> she's, well. Oh, she's, wow. What she just said is if Lassman was here, it would be different. Yeah, it would be a different yeah. deal. Yeah. Lassie. She's right, though, about that. I mean, uh, I find myself now, like, uh, asking for directions. You know, Do you? It's, it's it's what happens when you get old. Well, I it's, suppose it's, that's there's true. just the testosterone, just you know, it's not there. Depleted. Anymore. Yeah, it's depleted. Your yeah, direct, your indeed. sense of direction just goes out the window. Yeah, I hate so you. So Judd and Doug should have a conversation because they've never worked together before. We were talking a lot about. Uh, there's a guy playing baseball, Dela Cruz, and as Mike pointed out, there's about the 85 Dela Cruzes in baseball. Well, yeah, well, especially in horse racing. And horse racing, yeah, I mean, true, that's number right. of jockeys named Dela Cruz. That's of course, true. it means of the cross. Of the cross. Yeah. Uh, this guy can run, like Hussein Bolt, 28 really? miles an hour. He may, yeah, he's, That is moving. <laughs> and and he, Man. he throws, the. they said the other day, they timed, you know, they can do all this stuff now, they timed his throw. He plays shortstop to first base, 99 miles per hour. This guy's like science fiction. <laughs> wow. Jesus. It's like Sid Finch. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You remember the story of Sid Finch sure. by George Plimpton? Yeah. Sid Finch. This, is, this guy's probably better than that. So, uh, did he steal a lot of bases? He must have. That's well, well, oh, I would imagine. Yeah, he stole, like, I think he stole something like 40 bases last year, and, and you know, not that many at-bats. And that was in the minor leagues, of yeah, course. Yeah, amazing. But, no, he can, I mean, he is, It's if you if you created a character like this, right. you know, it would be pretty much on the margins. People would not God. buy it. This guy's incredible. <laughs> He's got, this guy's going to. He's going to be worth more money than the uh, Las Vegas baseball stadium that is they're he building. Faster than Ricky Henderson. He's fat. They say he's faster than wow. just about everybody. Because Ricky made everybody look like they were standing in Jello. Yeah, right. But, you true. know, they they compare him to to Ricky. Yeah. I never do this interrupting my coworkers, but uh, all of the true talent of Mary Lou Henner. Just told you guys to shut up. <laughs> now, Mary Lou, I told him. You didn't tell him. But how are you doing, Mary Lou? Great talking. Nice one. I'm the good cop. Yeah, yeah you're the good. Yeah, that's right. You're the, I'm the bad cop. You're the good cop. Right. Aurora Tea Garden Mysteries. Something new, ladies and gentlemen. Friday. That is tomorrow, of course. Mary Lou, how have you been? Oh my gosh, I've been busier than I've ever been in my entire life. And it's all been great. I mean, you know, I've been doing Hallmark movies. I've been doing regular movies. Mm-hmm. My son's been doing a movie. He's got a big film, his first directorial debut. He's, like, in his 20s. He's what? directed a feature. It's, and, and he did it as, like, a little tiny short on YouTube 
people saw it. They said, can you do this as a movie? He said, yes. Can I direct it? They said, make a pitch. He did. And it went to Sundance. And I had nothing to do with any of this. And now it's opening festivals, and it's going to be in movie theaters July 14th. It's called Theater Camp. So check it out. My, his son, my son's name is Nick Lieberman. Nick so. Lieberman. Oh, I just got more, more impressed. Yeah. yeah. Great. That's really nice. <laughs> yeah, well, that's because his name is M. Howard Gelfand. So you know what I'm saying, Mary Lou. You know. No, I don't know what that means. Nice Jewish boy. I, I don't either. I've been oh. in therapy oh, for God. years, and I still Listen don't Listen to him. Oh, no. They come from a, you know, they, yeah. His real name is Muttel. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, Mary, Mary Lou, let's talk Aurora Tea Garden Mysteries, something new. What's it all about? Well, I, there was a series, there's been a series on the Hallmark Channel called the Aurora Tea Garden series. Mm-hmm, right. And this is the prequel to it. Um, you know, this is years before the regular series, and you see what she was like when she just got out of college and first became interested in solving crimes in her hometown. And I play her mom. So, uh, it's, uh, and people who love the show will be able to uh, see little clues that will show up later on. You know what I mean? Like somebody like, oh, my gosh, that person's going to die in a future episode. Oh, that person, you know, because they've already seen the future. It's kind of back to the future in a way. So they'll be able to see what, what, where the seeds are planted for the regular series. So cool. I think it's, see, I love this kind of programming in any, you know, I got to say one thing, Mary Lou, and please take this as a huge compliment. Okay. All right. I'm looking at your picture. Did you cut a deal with God or something? You don't look any older than you did in 1971, for Christ's sake. Well, seven, you mean 78 for taxi. No, but gr- Greece. No, oh, sorry, 71. Not. Oh, Greece. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I was a few pounds. That was, uh, yeah, no, I, I a little bit, yeah. No, you but, look great, though. You, I, oh, thank you. No, I, the, the deal I cut is I gave up dairy products, and dairy products changed, giving up dairy products changed my life. I always say, learn to love the food that loves you, and dairy did not love me. Okay, know? I have a question for you. How about ice cream? No, unless it's no? plant-based. No. Uh, and that, oh, your breathing gets better when you give it up, your sleep, your, you don't snore, you don't... Stink, you don't. I mean, it makes such a difference giving up dairy. My wife wouldn't I recognize me. Yeah. <laughs> Doug, you don't stink anymore. What happened? Yeah. Where have you been? Who have you been with? Giving up dairy made a difference. And I also say motion is the lotion. Motion is the lotion. So you got to keep moving. Because people like sit on their butts all the time and yep. they shouldn't. It's the worst. You're absolutely right. Aurora Tea Garden is back home in Lawrenceton, post-college, near her mother, Ada, played by Mary Lou Henner. Working as a teacher's assistant in a crime fiction class, Aurora is struggling to settle on a thesis for her postgraduate degree. To support her schooling and life, Aurora also waitresses at the local diner at night. It does go on a bit from there, but it's a... I love that. It sounds good. Well, Well, first of all, Mary Lou, if you're in it, I'll watch it. That's just how it is. thank you. Well, it's true. Oh, thanks. No, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to revisit a character. And you see, my character is always, in the regular series, she was always, like, so in control and so imperious and so confident. And in this one, she's just gone through a divorce. She's kind of on shaky ground with her business. So it's kind of fun to play a more ver- vulnerable version of what I will become in the other episodes. So yep. how many episodes do we have coming? Well, we've done 18, and now this is... The 19th, but this is the first of the prequel, so we hope to do at least nine or ten of these. Oh, that's good. So that'll be fun. I know. It's so much fun. 
So, yeah. So we'll see what happens. You know, I hope everybody watches it. Please watch it because we do want to make more. Well, now that you've been on the show, I'm sure everybody who listens to the show yes, will watch that's it. Right. <laughs> that's right. I don't think there's so, any question. How is Minneapolis doing? Minneapolis is doing pretty well. We were just talking about, uh, I, I really wish that we would get uh, control of some of the, uh, well, the downtown area is not as safe as it used to be, I guess. Mary mm. Lou is the best way to put it. And pretty much every city in America is like that now. I just Going through that, yeah. I just really I, wish people would calm down. That'd be nice. Yeah, for sure. And then maybe we can get something done so that it's not too warring sides all the time. Um, I love Minneapolis. I did Annie Get Your Gun there. Right. And I did so much fun. It's such a beautiful city. And, uh, and I was there for a summer because my then-husband, my second husband, um, he was shooting Mighty Ducks 3 there. Oh, yeah. Matter- a real fondness for Minneapolis. Matter of fact, in, in, in many, many years ago, you came in. I, I was working at a place called KQ, KQRS Radio all, all those years ago. And you came in studio, and you were so nice. I will never forget oh, that. thank you. I was very impressed with you. Although you had a look on your face looking at me like, what the hell's this guy's deal? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe because I was pregnant at the time. No, there were two times that I was there. <laughs> I was there for a book signing, and I was there for Annie Get Your Gun. I was yeah. there for two book signings for Annie Get Your Gun, and I was there when I was pregnant, too. So. So I'm making a joke. acting is much fun as it as it's ever been. Has it changed a lot? I mean, you know, political climates do change acting, just like every other judge, like oh, doing sure. all of that sure. stuff. How's that going now? Um, well, you know, it, it, I think people are have just gotten a lot more sensitive to things. Yeah, and in some ways, it's been. I mean, it, it's we had to go in some direction like that because it was sometimes so inappropriate, and you just kind of roll your eyes and think, like, is that person really trying to get away with saying that? It's so obnoxious. You know, yeah. So, so it's, uh, but I, 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 you know, it's. Uh, I think people are very respectful, which is nice. Um, I hate to see comedians lose too much of a comedy edge. Yes, they're yeah. really funny, um, but not if they're really hurting people. You know, so you have to figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it all. We'll, we'll we'll get find it all done. Yeah, find the balance for sure. But yeah, I love love acting as much as I ever did. You're, you're always getting better and better and better, and, you know, I, I'm always trying to, uh, you know, my, my son is watching his movie, and he'll say, like, oh, I wish I could change that, I wish I could change that. I said, Nick, I feel that way about every taxi episode, every job I've ever done. <laughs> you know, you always feel like, oh, I want to go back and do it even better this time. But that means you care. That means you're passionate about it. That means you, you're a student of your own life and your craft, and you want to always make it better. You know what's amazing about that? We were just talking about this by coincidence. Uh, uh, I guess it was about a week ago, but uh, you were included in this. I was talking about, you know, people looking at things kind of like the way you do. Uh, you came in studio. You were very pleasant, and I will never forget that. But I was talking about, you know, Peter Falk has been in, and Jane Fonda has been in. All. The bigger a person, I don't really want to say star, but the better an actor a person is, you guys, when you get to the top, you're very, very pleasant to deal with, and I, I really enjoy that. I got to tell you that. Well, you know what? I think when you when younger kids are starting out in the business, they think they have to have an attitude because that's yeah. part of it, the mystique. And then you realize, no, no, just be a human being. That's what you're trying to play on camera, anyway. All right. Yeah. So well, you got to go on tour for Aurora Tea Garden Mystery, something new. When you when you go on 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 tour, you got to come in the studio again okay. and see Uncle Tommy. Okay, Uncle Tommy. <laughs> oh, all right, Mary Lou, thank you. Tommy. My, my kids have an Uncle Tommy. My brother's name is Tommy. All right, then 
How about Uncle Timmy? I'll go with Timmy. <laughs> no, Uncle Tommy's fine. All right. Uncle Tommy 2.0. I like it. Mary Lou, thanks for your time. Have a good thanks day. So much. Okay, bye. Bye. Mary Lou Henner. Very, very. Were you in studio when she was in studio? No, I wish I had. Stunningly beautiful woman. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, that I know. <laughs> there's no doubt. I about remember it. Taxi. Whoa. Yeah, Taxi was a great show. I wasn't a huge fan of the show, but I, I was always a fan of her. I understand exactly what you're saying. Some of the parts of that show were really good, and others were like, eh, that's too silly for me. Although I do have a mint condition Tony Danza show t shirt. You do? Yeah, because I, I watched the first, maybe the first or second time it was on the air, and I said, this can't last more than a month. <laughs> and, and so I immediately well, bought, nice. I bought a sure. mug, a Tony Danza show mug, and T-shirt, because I figured they'd be collector's items someday. Are they? Uh, you know, I haven't checked lately. I, I should, might. I should go on be. eBay and check. This is the best of the Tom Bernard Morning Show. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you will receive 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets. You'll receive a set for as low as $29.98. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square, and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Go to MyPillow.com, make sure you use the promo code TOM. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. It's time to beat the heat. This is Tom for my friends at Miller Marine and Power Lodge giving you the keys to a cool lake breeze. With clearance pricing on 2023 luxury pontoons, fishing boats, and more, our dog days of summer won't last, and neither will their inventory. So do both of us a favor and go from floor to shore today with iconic Bennington pontoons and tri-tune packages at doorbuster pricing at Miller Marine in St. Cloud and all Power Lodge locations. Get your first cruise in by sunset. But don't wait on this limited-time special. Power Lodge offers competitive financing with no money down, By the way, if you need delivery to your dock, their team of experts has you covered. Discover what thousands of our Minnesota neighbors have and explore our lakes and rivers in your own boat at Elite Savings. I said Elite Savings, darn it. Launch into adventure today at Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Just head to millermarine.com and powerlodge.com to see for yourself. Financing is available on approved credit. Freight and prep are not included in packages. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is the best of the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Well, now I'm really good now that you're here, Buster. Let me put it that way. Right? I was uh, enjoying this conversation that was going on. Yeah, I just, again, I just, everybody would calm down. Rob, can you get everybody to calm down for us? What do you think? You know, I, 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 do, my, I do what I can. You know, <laughs> I, I wear turtlenecks. I'll do anything to just kind of take it down a little bit. Turtlenecks. Are those easy to find in Hollywood? You know, um, I haven't I haven't seen all too many. Um, although I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if uh, they'd come out at, uh, at at the hottest day of the year out here. Now, Rob, uh, could you, can be a little bit odd. Could you get to work and get on some like popular shows? I mean, Succession, Rabbit Hole with Kiefer Sutherland. Can't you get on a popular show, Rob? That's magnificent that you've done oh. done this. It, uh, those are great shows, as a matter of fact, both of them. Thank you. Um, I guess I guess uh, I'm just on them. At it, uh, the but that's the good news. They, they asked me to show up, so <laughs> that works. Rob is known for his role as Lawrence Yee on Succession and as Logan Kim on The Resident. Yang has also appeared in numerous television shows and films, including The Americans, Living with Yourself, and Twisted. So tell us. Uh, and by the way. I also uh, tip of the cap to Kiefer Sutherland. I always like the things that he does as well. But if you could tell us a bit about Rabbit Hole for people, I, I really think it's terrific. So I'd like to do maybe have you talk to people about your take on the show. Uh, yeah, Rabbit Hole is uh, it's, it's an espionage thriller uh, starring Kiefer Sutherland. And, uh, you know, it's, it started airing this last month. So we're it's an eight-episode series, and we're... I think six just came out on Sunday, um, but it's uh, it's it's following just a, a world where you question what reality is. And uh, Kiefer Sutherland's character, he plays this guy named John Weir, who uh, very much is questioning uh, what what reality is as as he goes about the show. Um, I play this guy named Edward Hum, and he's he's uh, just an unassuming. Treasury investigator who gets uh, swept up into all of this mess. Rob, let me ask you a question about that because, look, I've never been an actor. I've never lived in Hollywood and the rest of it. Um, has American have, have American shows, streaming shows, and all the rest of it? Have they kind of followed the European lead where everything is now four, six, eight, maybe ten episodes? Uh, are you in favor? I mean, obviously, I guess my number one question would be. Do you make less money if you're an actor because there's only eight episodes rather than like 21 like there used to be? 
you know, it, it's uh, the the benefit of that is that you get to work on more things, right? Um, so, so it's not like you know being on one show because it's so many episodes that uh, your quote unquote hiatus from the show is is so short that maybe you could fit a movie, but it's got to time in perfectly for that. Um, so I, 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 I think I, I mean, I, I prefer it. I like working sure. um, on, on these, these shows that are more serial like, uh, you know, I, I, I remember back when, uh, 24 first came out on box set, mm-hmm. uh, with Kiefer Sutherland. I remember binging the hell out of that. And so I'm, I'm, I, I like watching these these shows that are strung together as opposed to um, um, you know episodics where it's just uh, contained episodes. I like watching it. Yeah, I do too. I agree with you. Where you're going from the beginning to the end, so it's yeah. That's uh, um, as as far as the money goes. I, I guess that's uh, yeah, everyone gets paid a different amount. Um, right. You know, I, I make a, a lot less than Kiefer. I tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I understand. Nobody's that. paying me, you know. So, uh, yeah, hey, God, it's it's great. I think it's magnificent. I, I love this descriptor in Rabbit Hole. Nothing is what it seems when John Weir, a master of deception in the world of corporate espionage, is framed for murder by powerful forces with the ability to influence and control populations. How close to the truth do they get with some of these things now, Rob? It seems to me as I'm watching series now. Like I said, four, six, eight shows, whatever it is, we're getting closer and closer to how things really are. Instead, yeah, there's a fantasy element to it, no question, but there's also a lot of reality behind shows like yours, don't you think? Absolutely. I mean, I don't, I don't think there's anything in this, you know, as far as uh, you know, information and data and what what corporations uh, and and uh, you know, organizations collect on us. You know, it's just—it's scary how much information is out there. And and this show, definitely, it's—it's it's a reality. The the backdrop of the show, um, and it just you know in a dramatic form just just shows how, you know, you can, you can be manipulated. But that's I think it's really relevant. Um, you know, I I I haven't done one of those you know genealogy things. Uh, that everybody does those twenty three and me stuff. Yeah, right. Just uh, because I, yeah, I'm like, well, that information's out there. <laughs> oh God, I, I don't um, think there's any question. Yeah. Um, so I, I, yeah, so I, I think I think this this uh, show, uh, what the the uh, deception and being manipulated by media, I think it's very relevant. And and it also touches upon like you know what's what people in the media say is true or not like what oh. you know what is considered the truth now um, you know we we had so much uh, outright lying you know um, and nobody apologizes you know you just I think that's right you know, there's, there's there's like this new rule of just just don't apologize. <laughs> you can make it through. Don't don't apologize. But you know, maybe things are changing now. But it's certainly been like that. Well, it's, um, it is amazing, Rob, that you got information, you have disinformation, and then you have outright lies. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 pretty shocking. But uh, I don't know about you, but it doesn't 
doesn't shock me anymore. No, 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 you're absolutely right. Well, I will tell you this, Rob. I know you got to go right now. With too too short of an interview, but Rob Yang, ladies and gentlemen, Rabbit Hole with Kiefer Sutherland. Watch it. I've uh, I've seen a couple episodes. It's a terrific show, and like I, I think it's a good thing when when Hollywood steps up or wherever you know they're doing the production, and, and really kind of informs people. Look, most of what we're doing here really does happen. Not all of it, but most of it actually does. So, Rob, thank you for your time this morning, sir. And he's gone. Yeah, I heard him cut him <laughs> off right in the middle of that whole yeah. deal. He was very, very pleasant. Didn't yeah, you think? yeah. Very pleasant. I'm a little sleepy in Hollywood right now. So, but yeah. you know, yeah, it's still only 6 a.m. over in Hollywood. Did you just spill your coffee no, into your purse? No, it's fine. Okay. okay. Oh, don't worry about it. It did don't go right worry. in your purse, didn't it? Don't worry about it. You want us to take like a half hour break so you can hose down the room or anything? No, don't worry about it. Yeah, that is a good show, by the way, and I, I do like Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland. Um, but but it is true you got you got information, you have disinformation, and then you have flat out right out lies, and we're really leaning heavily on the flat out lies mm-hmm. now, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. I don't know why we have to do that, but apparently it's very very important to get it done. I, it's whatever. Oh, I didn't do what I was supposed to do. What Damn were you it. supposed to do? I was like I said when when Tevin comes on. By the way. Tevin is a man of color. Stop. I'm going to say when he comes in. I should have said, Rob Yang, he's Asian, you know. Oh, stop. I'm going to start doing it. Why not? I'm because trying to get people to vote for weirdest. me. Uh, no, it's not. I'm getting people to vote for me just like the politicians are doing. Um, I'm we, protecting the people of color. Well, Steve is protecting our show. He just said an idea for the show. How about Dr. Mirman, Mirman from oh, Life Dr. Medical? Yeah. yeah, he, he uh, would know about cannabis. Do you want me to try to reach out to him? Yeah, well, matter of fact, I have his number if you want it. Oh, well, that just well, makes he's things the guy, easy. No, he's the guy who got me on uh, on the legal cannabis anyway. Oh, yeah. No, he's very good. But he's a Russian, so does that make me a Russian spy? I don't know. I make terrible life choices. I just spilt a whole cup of coffee in my purse, mm-hmm. so... I'm a Russian spy! I know you are. Did you really spill a whole cup of coffee in your purse? It's like a cup and a half. It's a pretty yeah. big container. You're a disaster. It's fine. It's just... I don't, I'm, I'm just looking for it. I don't know if I had a Dr. Mer... Uh, Merman, or how I, how I have him in here. Oh, you know what? I think it's in the M's, because I think I put it under his last name. No worries. We can do it out during the No, next... no, we're we'll doing do, it right now. No, I'm hard at work. I'm well, hard at work. The one nice thing is that today when we get this show up on YouTube and then we pull these for, you know, clips for all the social medias, that'll be the first clip that we put out <laughs> is Brittany dumping her entire cup oh, of yeah. coffee into oh, her absolutely. purse. That'll be the first thing <laughs> that goes up today. So make sure you follow the Tom Bernard Show uh, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. <laughs> it's fine. It's you fine. are kind of a pain in the ass with all your, all your misdoings, I misgivings. Cannot. Disaster. It looks like you're texting during the show, by the way. I'm not texting. I'm just looking for where I put it. I have way too Give many Give me your people. phone. I can search no, no, things. No, I got it. There it is right there. You see that? I'll the get the number. beginning of the J's? Yep. Yep. There he is right there. I thought I had it under doctor, the clinic, or whatever, but it's under Jacob. I got it. I'll take care of this. G- Jacob worry. is, yeah, and I'm sure he'd love to come on. I, he'd probably like to pop on. Through this entire transition, I would imagine, talking about that. Sure, yeah. If you can shoot me his number, Britt, I'll drop my line real quick. Sounds good. I'm going to send his contact to you and I. You and me. Just shut up. I just built a whole container of coffee in my favorite purse. And here I am. Is it leaking? I don't. Just leave me alone. No, I'm going to look and see if you got a puddle over there. Just don't. What do you want me to do about it? It'd be less of a disaster. I cannot. 
I cannot. I can. I cannot. What was that the roommate? What was the name of that? The room? oh hi Mark. Oh hi Mark. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. We've had him on. We had him on the queue a couple of times. Oh, I love that movie, by the way. It's a great movie. I oh. love it. I agree mm-hmm. with you. It's it's horrible and great at the same time. It's so good. Which I love. There's no question about it. So yeah, we're gonna find out uh, from. Uh, hopefully, we can get a hold of Doctor Merman because he's a real. I, I've known him for years. Great yeah. guy. I got my uh, my okay from him. He was the doctor that did the exam on me and said, "Yeah, you're nuts. You should get on this." Yeah, I, I feel like that was probably a quick appointment. Yeah, it took about thirty seconds. Was about all it was. Tom, you're out of your mind. Get on some geef and you're good to go. He's like, "Don't even walk in the room. We're good. You can go yeah, ahead." Yeah, so that's exactly right. I take it to sleep, ladies and gentlemen, because I used to have to take, well, again, when I got up at 3.34 in the morning for 37 years, yeah. try sleeping. It does not work. You never adjust to the fact that you should be going to bed at 7 o'clock at night or something, right? No, no. Your body you is don't. just, yeah. You've been doing, you did that for so long, too. What time do you wake up now naturally, like on the weekend? Uh, today I woke up at 5.36. Blech. That's actually not that bad. No, 5.36 is a hell of a lot better than 3.36, I'll tell you that. And on the weekend, what do you wake up at the same time? No, like 8 o'clock. Nice. I do. It's wonderful. But the thing about it is I still have to adjust to this whole thing because driving in today, it felt like it was about noon. I know. Because the sun's up in the sky, so I have to put the visor down. I haven't driven in, in, I've mentioned this several times, but I've not driven to work when it's light out for 37 years. There's so many times I have a little, little moment of panic. Because I'll be like, wait, am I supposed to be there by now? Like, right. Like, right. I don't know how many times. <laughs> and, like, if I get confused, all of a sudden I'll be sitting there slowly, like, eating in the dark. And then I'm like, wait, should I be out of the house? But Like, wait, it's almost six. Should I be gone? Like, I, I ugh, know. Ugh. I know. Well, then you asked me not to come in early, so now I just said, okay. Okay, I'll first just... off, I never yes, asked you did. that. You did I asked too. you. You're I... a liar. I asked you if we could sit quietly. No. While we're in here so I can read stories for your show. With your namesake on it. So basically what you're saying is... I hate you is what you, you hear. you hate me. Yep. Yes, that's exactly... Trust me, I, I talked to your wife about this. By the way, they get here yesterday, and there were, what, like I said, about 30 people in the studios here. Yeah. All the people for the sales. Bernie was here, and I love working with Bernie, too. He's so lovely. He's the head of sales. Yeah. And just a really good guy. Some salespeople showed up. Um, we had a nice, nice talk about this, but... Blending in the family, because you guys, well, Rudy, I don't think you ever met anybody from my family other than Andy, did you? Yeah, yesterday was the first time I really met Catherine, but yeah, Alex is about the only, Alex and Andy, for sure. Yeah, so it was nice to just bring them in and, you know, although you two gushing over one another, Brittany, my We don't daughter, gush over each other, we just... Yes, you do. We, oh, God, Here's the you. thing, you guys, I am a full-blown spaz person. Yes, you are. I just have to, when I connect with my other spazzes is when our spazzes come out. Like, I got, we just all of a sudden, like, we're the worst. Nobody wants to be around us, but that's fine, because we thrive with each other. There you ha- You do thrive. You guys... See, that's one thing I gotta be very honest with you. Now I'm being honest, not a smart ass. But it's so great to see my daughter just, she loves you. I you know. know that. Well, yeah, I, lo- I love her. We and her have so much in common. All of a sudden, we're talking about the size of children's clothes, and Rudy <laughs> wants to kill himself. <laughs> it's fine. We're like intrigued. So, like, is he a 2T now? Is he, it's like so funny. But you, you know, when you, you have those people, right? That like, you just meet and you go, like, we are on the same frequency. Like, yeah. And you just, it's just easy. Like, I can, 
Alex and I could go to the DMV and I'd have a blast, you know? i got to check the uh, weather because it's supposed to warm up into the higher 50s today, which is good. Uh, right now it's 37. So it jumped from 30 to 32 to 37. Should be a uh, high today. It's looking pretty good, about 57 and sunny, they're saying. So that's good, Chris, don't you think? Yeah, it's great. Yesterday was uh, oddly nice, yet the breeze was pretty cold. We yeah, the breeze was. Mm-hmm. Yep. We were at a track meet last night, and like for a minute you were hot, and then 30 seconds later you were cold. If you got in a little bit of shade, and then the wind was blowing. But I got to ask you an off off the cuff question here because I saw something on TV yesterday, and this poor son of a bitch. I don't know how, what happened or who didn't set him up properly, but he he was sitting in a wheelchair, and and uh, his left leg was cut off below the knee. Yeah. Right. So they gave him these this stretchable bands. They're like six inches deep and six feet long or whatever. And he was supposed to exercise his leg with this. So you put it under your leg and you pull up on it. Uh, yeah. You use your leg yeah. and all that. Right. You, so, you know. Yeah. I am not joking when I say uh, the whole six feet of that thing was stretched out fully. It flipped off the bottom of his leg, hit him right in the face. My God, that must have hurt. Oh. I was like, holy crap. Did, oh. did you have to do any of that stuff? Did you ever get, well, I mean, you didn't get hit in the face, did you? No, but I, we got those bands laying around. We got yeah. athletes in our house. So, like, there's, those bands are laying around in about every room. Um, <laughs> stupid, stretchy things. Yeah. And I, I get, I like, they, in fact, they make me angry now because whenever I see one, I associate it with like pain or physical therapy. Sure. Yeah. So sure. I like, and I'll like in a rage, throw them away because I don't want them around anymore, which is stupid because then Buy next more. time somebody gets hurt, they're probably charging me for another one of the dumb things. What were, what were you watching? Um, God, I can't remember what the name of the show. Uh, let me think about it. I, I, I got to come up with it. Can't Are you think watching of the amputee channel again? Yes, the amputee channel. Um, we're going to cut you off right here. Thank you very much. Great to be Huh? What do you think of that Hey-o. slogan? The amputee channel. We're Boom. cutting that's you the, off. That's the kind of comedy that we're, that's what we're all here for. Today. Yes, that's exactly right. It's just way over the top and really actually hilarious. I, I yeah. wanted to say something. I'm it's, I'm really enjoying the cameras during the commercial break, so I can see you guys scurrying about to go off to d- handle your business uh, in between the commercials. And um, Tom, I'm very jealous that when I was in the studio on Monday, you didn't offer me one of your special cherry drinks. <laughs> You're more than well. Well, first of all, Brittany drinks them all. So oh, she, yep, there. Yeah. So there you go. I, if I had some, I would have. But not only not only do I. <clears throat> But also, when I have a friend come in, my friend Shannon drank one. Oh, yeah, Shannon, too. Yeah, she goes and drank one, too. Don't worry about me. Help yourself. I'm running low, but, uh, yeah, don't worry about that. That's, yeah, that's they weird. Cool. Oh, no. Did you do it again? Jesus, pal. You me, did this it again. It's a you, psychopath. Are you kidding me, Brittany? Ah! What did you she did, do? This is the second time in, like, 12 minutes she's dumped her coffee. Now you shut off my screen. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I cannot see any. Oh, there, we're back now. Thank you. Oh that God. is unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. Oh. I keep 
really my coffee, Chris. And I did it in my purse, on my purse, on this chair. I don't know what's wrong with me. We, we got to get this video stream going out on the <sighs> podcast it, so yes. people can – that needs – we need to get the, our best people on that to make that start happening. Oh. Yeah. What just happened there was gold. It's, it's going out today, yes. You will see it up today. Oh, it I, yeah, I'll make sure that we get you in there for sure. You guys, Chris, what's yeah. crazy is I feel so smart today. Two days in a row I've had eight hours of sleep. So I feel like a genius. But, like, obviously mm-hmm. that's not – something's not clicking. Something's not – is this genius thing a comparative issue? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is from baseline. Uh, my version of genius. My wow, version Tom, of genius. You're, you're throwing out the hate today, my man. You're, I, no, no hate. I adore this woman. You know that. <laughs> oh, I feel comfortable with our relationship as is. Don't, yeah, don't go yeah, change. Don't, oh, God, don't change because that only means I'm getting phony and behind <laughs> yeah, your back. I don't back need if that. I, I don't need that. Oh. No, I, I was just talking about this, Chris. My daughter and, and Brittany are really good friends. They love one another and just been friends forever. And my daughter showed up because we had a meeting. The Hubbards all came over yesterday. Everybody in management from Hubbard came over yesterday to say congratulations on the show and blah, blah, nice. blah. It was, well, yeah, I mean, and I told, I, you know, I did a little, not a speech, but a little talk before, because Ginny was here. Yeah. I've known Ginny for my whole damn life, pretty much. But, I, you know, I was talking about the fact it's a whole different, I don't think, maybe you've been around long enough to not even know how, and I don't, I'm not kissing anyone's ass here. It's going to sound like it, but working for the Hubbards is a whole different thing than working for just about anybody else. Wouldn't you agree with that? Uh, listen, there's a a weird. I think there's a, a definite envy from people who work at other organizations yeah. in town, mm-hmm. realizing what the difference is between having. Um, some big giant company that owns you at the bosses who are 3000 miles away versus right. a company that's based right here in the twin cities. Uh, to me, it makes a huge difference. And I think you see it every day and you feel it. So that's, that's very cool that everybody stopped by. Everybody came and I mean, everybody came, but it's one of those situations where, um, you know, my daughter got here early and she and Brittany are good friends. So they're, you know, hugging each other and talking to all this lovey-dovey crap about their friendship. And then Ginny Hubbard gets here, Ginny Morris now, but I still call her Ginny Hubbard because I've known her for her whole life. She comes over and gives me a big hug and talks about, hey, look at that, your grandson's here because Ethan was here and he kept running over with his arms up so I'd pick him up. And it was just, it was this wonderful moment. And I'm not trying to be a pain in the ass here. I'm just saying, it's hot. You guys need to know, and of course the two of you know because you worked over at that shit all. But anyway, um, it's not like anywhere else. It's just not, right? Yeah, for sure. Well, when I got before I came over to Hubbard, I was working downtown for CBS, and there was a guy in that building that was just a dick to me all the time. Chad Hartman. (laughs) (laughs) No, Chad's a good friend of mine. I'm not a shot fired. I Chad's my buddy. I love. We're Chad. coming for you, Chad. Chad's a great guy. But when I made the announcement that I was leaving there, uh, they didn't put like in the email where I was going. So when I was walking down the hallway, the guy said, uh, "Where are you going? Why are you leaving?" I said, "I got a job over at Hubbard," and his whole demeanor changed. He was like, "Oh, really?" Well, well, hey, I mean, keep in touch, man. Like, yeah, there are any other openings? Yeah. I was like, no, piss off, dude. You don't get a job. No, no, I no. Hate yes, those, I know. I hate those people. <laughs> God. So dumb. Uh, yeah, so, I know. Oh, now you know my name. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. Now you want my number. 
But you yeah. know what's great about that, too, is it's not like we'll do this, 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 and this. We sat down, you know, Ginny was there, and Dan was there, and Amy was there, and, and you know, uh, the first person I met was, because I had never met Rudy before, even though, we, well, I'd seen you before, but I'd never really met you. Yeah, a couple conversations. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we started going down the list, and basically, corporate America is not going to sit across the table from you and go, hey, whoever you want, just tell us who you want, and we'll take care of it. And yeah, right. Of course, the three, the three of you came up. Uh, I mean, go down the list. Bob Sansevier's with us. We got Tim Lammers with us. We got Kristen Burt with us. This Nowhere else would that have happened. And again, I'm not sucking up to the Hubbards. I'm just telling you, corporate America needs to get its head out of his ass again. Because who's the most successful in town? The Hubbards. So you can be decent and successful. Gee, what a jock. Right? Or, uh, the TV division celebrating 75 years this, this week. So we've been running a bunch of stories, like going way back in the archives. And we did a story the other night about um, the first broadcast. We were the first TV station on the air here. And then they carried the first uh, live TV event, which was a baseball game. And they were talking about, like, you know, they only had three cameras and, like, to think about, you watch a baseball game now and there's a camera, you know, there's friggin' 29 cameras and, you know, all these different places and blah, 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 blah. That's been kind of cool going through that, you know, showing those archive videos. And um, there's like some old Saturday night fiddle, fiddle jamboree, something or other. <laughs> it was like the most popular show. And we were playing that. It was, that that was, was fun. It's cool. It's yeah, cool. What was his name again, the host of that show? I used to know his name, but I can't remember. I his... could probably run in the other room and look because there's a poster of it that hangs in yeah. the hallway over by the vending machines or where the vending machines used to be. Yeah. Are there vending machines? There aren't even vending machines anymore, are there? It's all been moved to the, the cafeteria yeah. area. And there's yeah. this whole like wall of vending machine it's like it's like uh the hal of vending machines it will talk to you it's got its own intelligence you walk in hello rudy it's time for your beef stick (laughs) (laughs) it's like hey i think you've made too many stops here this week we actually will not accept your payment that belt is getting a little tight on you rudy put the m&ms down i gotta tell you did you really need to have that five hour energy yeah, well, I did. Believe me, I absolutely did. Um, uh, that part of the, the conversation, I'd like to close with my very quick story. When I was doing 10 to 2 at night at 1500 KSTP back in the 70s, right? I was so first on on it, but I was scared to death. I was like a late teen, early 20s. I'm on one of the biggest signals in the country, and I'm like, oh, my God. But the greatest part of that job, I was doing 10 to 2 at night, and every night at about 1040, the, the request line would start ringing. At about 1040 every night. And I would answer it because I don't know who's calling, right? We didn't have caller ID at that point. I answered the phone and every single night, Monday through Friday, yeah, is this KSDP? I said, yes, sir, it is. He goes, put that goddamn Johnny Carson on the phone. <laughs> Because he was on NBC, yep. and, and yep. at that time, Hubbard was an NBC station. Yep. Every night, that guy called me to bitch about Johnny. But he wasn't calling me. No. He was calling to talk to Johnny. 
Oh, right. we had different callers. When I worked overnights, <laughs> you and I, I would have loved somebody just asking me for Johnny Carson. I oh, suppose, yeah. My God. They the ask calls, you for any favors I, or anything? Oh, yeah. Well, there was one guy. Can Ooh. I, I can, it's not, it's just a terrible combination of words, but he'd always, <laughs> it's so gross. He'd call in every night at the same time and go, hey, did you cream your panties? Oh, What? This is the best of the Tom Bernard Morning Show. It's time to beat the heat. This is Tom from my friends at Miller Marine and Power Lodge giving you the keys to a cool lake breeze with clearance pricing on 2023 luxury pontoons, fishing boats, and more. Our dog days of summer won't last, and neither will their inventory. So do both of us a favor and go from floor to shore today with iconic Bennington pontoons and tri-tune packages at doorbuster pricing at Miller Marine in St. Cloud and all Power Lodge locations. Get your first cruise in by sunset. But don't wait on this limited time special. Power Lodge offers competitive financing with no money down. By the way, if you need delivery to your dock, their team of experts has you covered. Discover what thousands of our Minnesota neighbors have and explore our lakes and rivers in your own boat at Elite Savings. I said Elite Savings, darn it. Launch into adventure today at Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Just head to millermarine.com and powerlodge.com to see for yourself. Financing is available on approved credit. Freight and prep are not included in packaging. Uh, hi, it's Tom Bernard, my friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales at their Albertville location just off Interstate 94. I'd like to extend a special offer going on now through the end of July. It's for all of our Tom Bernard Morning Show listeners. When you visit their Albertville location, mention that you heard me, Tommy B., Tell you, I'll tell you about this July-only savings opportunity on travel trailers, pick up campers. Now, you must be a qualified buyer, but here's the really, really good news. Receive up to $5,000 off the advertised price on all their new in-stock inventory. As always, terms and conditions do apply. Brands include Rockwood by Forest River, Arctic Fox by Northwood Manufacturing, Cirrus by New Camp, and more. Now is a real good time to buy and take your passion on the road with Niemeyer Trailer Sales. You can't just sit around. See my guys and gals at Niemeyer's in Albertville or peruse their current inventory at Niemeyer's.com. That's N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S.com. Niemeyer's.com, up to five grand off. Yes, I did say five grand off. Sales event ends July 31st. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington, and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids, a cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Gluten and caffeine-free with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created and legends are made.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is the best of the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Phil Mackey joining us. Score North, Phil Mackey. Um, a lot of good things to talk about today, Phil. A lot of good things. I think uh, the first thing we should talk about is a milestone we reached in Minnesota sports over the weekend. All right. I'm not sure if uh, you guys were doing the math on this, but did you know, according to optostats.com, which I have no idea what that is, but we're going to trust them, they're verified on Twitter. So they're, they're either paying eight bucks a month to Elon uh, or they're notable right. in some form. Right. So the Twins won the World Series in 1991. Mm-hmm. And with the Wilds elimination over the weekend in the playoffs, Twin Cities men's team sports have made the playoffs now 50 consecutive times since 1991 and have failed to reach the championship round in every single one of them. No other <laughs> metro area. No other metro area in the United States of America has had even 30 straight trips to the playoffs without making the finals. We have almost doubled that. I think we should hang the banner. Let's hang that banner in all four stadiums and arenas this morning. It might be time. There's a, I still cannot believe in the state of hockey we've never won a Stanley Cup. What the hell is that? You know, I, I, I've said this. I've kind of wondered and pontificated on our shows throughout the year, too. That I so my my dad's side of the family grew up in Kankakee, Illinois, which is about forty minutes outside Chicago. Big Chicago Cub fans. Mm-hmm. So the Cubs have always the Twins have been always my favorite team, but the Cubs have always been my secondary team. Yeah, I and, understand that. And when they won the World Series like six years ago, and it was their first World Series since nineteen oh eight, so you saw three or four generations of Cubs fans. It was great for them. They celebrated. They, you know, they, they enjoyed, you know, the 48 hours or whatever, the hangover. But they kind of admitted, yeah, I feel like our identity as sports fans is gone now. We've just spent 100 years complaining about not winning the World Series. <laughs> right. And so I wonder if one of these teams, like if the Vikings were to win the Super Bowl at, at some point, how would our personalities change in Minneapolis, St. Paul, and Minnesota, right? Would we, I feel like we've just had three generations of fans who have just grown up complaining about Minnesota sports, right? They just let us down right. for, for 30 right. straight years. No, they have now for 30 straight years. That's exactly right. And the University of Minnesota used to be good at some things. not so great anymore there either. Yeah. For men's well, sports. I mean, I'm listen, if, if the Packers can count Super Bowl rings from the 60s, then why can't we count go for national championships from like 1906? Or 1960. 1960. Yeah. 1940. Bronco yep. Nagurski, right? There you go. That's all you need to know right there. We can look back long before we were born. Boy, what a great team. 
Yeah. Tom, Tom, you remember the 1908 Gopher National Championship, well, don't you? I was talking to my wife the other day, and she told me that... No, I do not. I do not remember. Now, I do have to ask you, it might be a little off topic, but you brought it up. How many times have you ever gone to uh, Wrigley? Twice. Love that place. My oh. God, if you've never been to a baseball game at Wrigley Field, get there. It's amazing. And wait till the vines grow in, right? Yeah. Wait, oh, wait yeah. till like yep. June, July, August, September. Get the full summertime experience. First time I was ever at Wrigley Field would probably been in the late 70s, I guess. Somewhere in the, I don't remember exactly where it was, but I was sitting there uh, behind uh, the, well, the dugout on the first baseline. Can't remember whose dugout it was. Doesn't matter. Remember Dave Kingman? Oh, yeah. Dave Kingman hit a home run so far that it hit the building across Waveland Avenue. Yes. I will never forget that. It's like, holy Hannah. Well, that was, I mean, that was the thing. I mean, now they've kind of, they've, they've built it up now. And yes, right. The last yes. 20 years, they've, they've even put more seats in. It's, it's harder to hit a home run out of the building. But, you know, up until about 2003, 2004, you'd have people watching. I remember watching the game one time. This is probably in the early 90s. I don't remember who hit. Actually, I do remember. It was, do you remember a hitter named Glenn Allen Hill? Oh, he was sure. kind of a yep. Cubs, Giants. He was kind of a journeyman. Mm-hmm. And he hit a home run, and he had kind of a half swing. He just, you know, he just, it was just a really compact, aggressive swing. And if he barreled the ball up, and this ball went through someone's window Ooh, in that Waveland Avenue sure. apartment complex. Yes. And Harry, Harry Carey's on the call, and Steve Stone, and uh, the WGN broadcast. They they go back to it an inning later, and the woman is like holding the ball out of her window. She had the game on TV, and she's you know the crowd's going crazy. Right. But it, it, it's a stadium <laughs> built in a neighborhood, basically. Yes, yes indeed. God, you brought up Harry. I miss Harry so much. I can't even tell you. Used to have Harry on the old show once in a while, and wow. I remember. I can't remember. I think it was Gelfand that insulted him, just teasing him. Right? <laughs> He's just teasing Harry. But Harry didn't take it as a joke, and there's this long pause, and all of a sudden you hear Harry go, Barnard, control your monkey. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> that's an amazing impression, by the way. Wow. Oh, I, I should do that. I used, a couple of times I actually dressed up as, well, Kent Herbeck will tell you, uh, we can ask him on Friday, I dressed up as Harry to do a video shoot for a TV show, and he, he and I were both in a fishing boat. And, of course, Harry had to fall overboard that's what yeah. the script called for. So I got to go into Lake Minnetonka and when it was about <laughs> 20 degrees, for Christ's sake. They used yeah. to say you know, way back in the day, it was probably because I, I remember Harry Carey from probably about 1990 going forward, but really like in his prime, you could actually hear the clinking of the empty cans oh, around yes. his feet during the telecast. You got the, I will never forget one time listening to Harry. Well, was back. And by the way, that team was a bitch, Man, the team and those people up together, but... Sometimes for people who don't remember Harry Carey, because he's been dead, God, at least 20, 20, 20 years. It was, ni- 90, it, was, it was right before the 1998 season where they, they kind of came out of nowhere and made the playoffs. Yeah, Really, honest to God. So it's 25 years. Mm-hmm. He's been dead for 25 years already? It's crazy. I Jesus. Know. But I'm listening to him one time on, I think it was WGN or whatever it was. And this is exact because somebody hit a long home run again, and Harry... Apparently had been, you know, those cans you were talking about, the empty cans. <laughs> Apparently he'd been through a few because he literally went like this. Many times you're watching a game and there are just times when you can't quite get a grip on, uh, you know, play. 
I, he was what? so hammered, it was unbelievable. <laughs> like, Jesus, Harry. He was Harry. hammered. And by the end, you know, he I don't know, I don't know how much he was drinking in the booth by the very end, but there would be, and I can't do the impression like you can, but there's a high fly ball. You know, there's a high fly ball. There it goes. He'd be calling a home run and like the shortstop would back up beyond the dirt, you know, to just catch the pop-up. <laughs> Hernandez makes the catch. My two, two away. You gotta bring her home because over at the old Met, ladies and gentlemen, Halsey Hall, legendary. Now you are you old enough to remember Halsey Hall? Any I grew up you? on Herb Carneal. Herb yeah, Carneal was Herb was uh, wonderful. Was but because uh, Herb and, and Halsey worked together for a while, but he didn't do it on purpose. But the laughing, they literally had to put the game on hold for a second because it was a very cold day out at the old Met Stadium. Uh, wide open, aired, you know, wonderful baseball stadium, by the way. I love that Met. Did you ever, did you ever see, see a game at the old Met? Uh, no, I've stepped on home plate inside the Mall of America. Oh, God, it was just <laughs> wonderful. But they're talking, and Halsey made a comment, and they started laughing so hard, I thought they were going to vomit, because it's cold, so there's a young man and a young woman sitting under a blanket, because it's chilly. So Halsey says, hey, look at the people over there, so you got a blanket, a little chilly, but they braved it, and they showed up for the game, and I mean, you're over there under that blanket, they're staying nice and warm, folks, you should be here Stadiums though were near full today, but everybody should have come to the game. It's not that cold, and I mean they've made a game of their own. Uh, as a matter of fact, oh no, he said, and and this is there. You can find this recording somewhere. He kisses her on the strikes, and she kisses him on the balls. And then he realized what he had just said, and he started laughing because he didn't mean to say that. He just said it, and he started laughing. I thought he was going to start vomiting. Oh, that's God, so you might be able funny. to find that, Rudy. I don't, I, it's out there. I know it's out there. It is out there. My, my dad told me that story. I, and it's just like, as you were telling me, my dad, has, my dad told me this story when I was a kid. Oh, that's just so... Just cracks up every time. And there were some, yeah, and there there's some great broadcasters now, but I feel like with Vin Scully... Oh, Vin was um, great. Like it's all, it's just, it's different, right? The, and the, and let's be honest, the, the, the amount of people that listen to radio broadcasts of baseball games is not what it was no. 30, 40, 50 years ago. And so it's you, but you had these legendary icons that would just, we did. Well, now, and Harry Carey, by the way, Harry Carey was Cardinals, White Sox, and Cubs. He's mm-hmm. got three yeah. different fan bases that, that, yep. would, that would claim him as their own. Yeah. He, well, he started in St. Louis, did he not? I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's right. And then he came to Chicago and did the Cubs and the and the uh, White Sox and. Yeah. Well, the White Sox are a disaster. The White Sox. Are. There's a video clip. Uh, Luis Robert is one of their their superstar players. He hits a ground ball sort of to the right of the pitcher, and the, and the pitcher kind of goes over and picks it up and throws just bobbles it, throws a lob, and you see Robert walking to first base. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. It's just a the White Sox are a disaster. Now it is baseball, so they could still they could still lose two out of three. But uh, go go take two out of three and let's put this division away in May. And huh? I want to talk to you again later on this week about I still see a lot of people, and I'm talking about across in the American League, National League. A lot of people are dropping balls this year, and I don't understand why. I mean, balls well, that are be- in better than uh, better than uh, than than kissing their teammates on the on the balls. <laughs> That's a very good point. You kiss him on the balls. 
and I'll take the strikes. That's exactly right. All right, Pally, we'll talk to you on Friday with Ken Herbeck, right? All right, see you, friends. Looking yep. forward to it. Thanks a lot, Phil. Phil Mackey, Score North, ladies and gentlemen, what more could you ask for? This is the best of the Tom Bernard Morning Show. 